Well, it's probably no secret, you lot, but many business owners go it alone. Running your business is not about, is about doing what you love and skill. Uh, sorry, it's not about doing what you love and skill and your product or service that you provide. You've got to know about marketing, sales, finance, managing teams, and to make better decisions about the direction of business. You have to compete in your market and not just sell on price. I'm saying all this because I see too often people wanting to invest in video marketing before they have clarity in their business and truly understand what they're trying to achieve. Welcome to Video Legend in the Making. I'm Chris from Ridge Films. And wherever you are in the world, thank you for joining us. And I hope you are free from dis-ease. Today, we're going to take you behind the scenes of the small business coaching industry with video marketing legend, soon to be a video marketing legend, Greg Betty from Growth Potential Australia and discuss news trends and insights and show you ways you can manage disruption and still grow your business. This is a show about video marketing and good videos require a good understanding of business. So why not join me at the next video marketing workshop via video conference? If you have little to no knowledge of video marketing, then this workshop will be a great fit for you. Let's have a listen to what some attendees have to say. Extremely valuable workshop, giving you a structured process. Giving you an indication as to what you could do with video. Capturing that audience in that short amount of time. How it can help you to close the deal and get new clients on board. It's not just one video fixes everything. You've got to spend a bit of time and understanding to make sure you're clear on why you want it and how you're going to use it. 90 minutes out of your days, staying on. Join me on the 17th of June or July. Register at ridgefilms.com.au forward slash events. It would mean the world to me to have you there. And we're also joined with my favorite video marketing expert, Brennan Southall. Brennan will include you. Uh, uh, why don't you, uh, Brennan will Include a link in the post to ask your question in video form live. Brandon, show yourself, good man. Brennan, we wouldn't be here today without Greg from Growth Potential and the team to steer us. Why does every business owner need a coach? That's exactly right, Chris. I suppose that the analogy that comes to mind is a sporting team. You know, without a, a sports coach, the team would be all over the place wouldn't have any idea of where they're going, what the goal is. So, you know, a, a simple analogy is the same for business. You know, everyone needs to know, you know, where they're going in business and, and a coach is there to, to facilitate that. You need a coach for soccer. Why don't we have coaches in business? Well, let's find out more about that. Let's get on with the show. Hi, I'm Chris Schwager and welcome to Video Legend in the Making on LinkedIn, YouTube, and your favorite podcast. I believe one of the most valuable mediums in business is video. Videos that lead your audience and inspire them. Your journey to be a more purposeful and connected video legend starts now. Well, today's guest is our business coach and good dear friend, Greg Betty. Greg realized the importance of having sound business knowledge back in 2010 and 11 as resort manager of Daydream Island Resort and Spa, where he was responsible for more than 260 staff. Since then, Greg founded Co 
uh, Growth Potential Australia, a business education and coaching firm that's helped deliver $150,000 average increase in net profit and six times average revenue increase for their clients. Growth Potential is founded on the belief that there needs to be more affordable and effective assistance for business. Greg, welcome to the show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me. I prefer to be in the background, but um, now I'm on camera. Here we go. There's so much to running a small business, right? There is. Why is it necessary to have professional help? Look, the we obviously get asked it all the time, whether it's um, a new business wanting to come on board, but the main reason is seeing the forest for the trees. Most people get caught up in what is the most interesting project at the particular time rather than working on probably what is the most important. So if we can be that um, second set of eyes, that uh, outside voice, um, getting people to refocus, uh, whether weekly or fortnightly on what's important, then things start to accelerate. And it's as simple as that. Well, let's get straight into it. I know there's many business out there wanting to know why they would invest and what value a business coach would bring to them. In a COVID world, what needs to change with the way businesses market themselves? Yeah, it's been obviously the the disruption of the last eight to 12 weeks has been interesting. I think one of the key things uh, people need to change with their marketing is, first of all, do a quick quick whip through their marketing plan to decide whether uh, the target markets that they were targeting prior to the disruption are still valid now. For some businesses, that's yes, absolutely. For others, they may need to look at uh, different targets or perhaps industries that are going well. Um, When it comes to, say, the value proposition, um, for a lot of businesses, that's changing the needs, the emotional response to people, uh, of people, sorry, um, to particular marketing is probably changing. Um, and for a lot of businesses that are, especially small businesses that have been dependent on one or two particular marketing activities, chances are they may have to explore some other marketing activities. So if you primarily found your leads through networking, face-to-face networking, and you can't do that anymore, you have to find another way to generate leads. Um, public workshops is another one. I know for a lot of service-based businesses running large or small face-to-face workshops again, not applicable anymore. So it's a good opportunity for people to explore and test and measure different marketing channels that they probably haven't opened up before. And we'll have Dom Proctor on later on to talk more about, I'm sure he's going to ask his, his typical question around LinkedIn and what people are doing there and how they're, how they're I guess, diversifying out of the face-to-face real life stuff into more of a, a, an electronic environment and while i'm digressing as i am i just want to quickly show our viewers a little cameo and uh of of uh, a video that you appeared in and we'll have a quick chat oh hi thanks for your email i'm not in the office at the moment but don't worry i've made sure there's someone ready to assist you hi i'm greg forward your email through to me and i'll be more than happy to help otherwise i'll get onto it as soon as i get back And what the hell was that? <laughs> uh, yes. The only other time I've been on camera. There you go. <laughs> yes. So that was for those for those viewers, people watching this live on uh, LinkedIn at the moment, that was the out-of-office video. Uh, if you're sick of boring text-based 
emails, then perhaps that's for you. Um, that was only four years ago. <laughs> four years ago, yes. Oh, and yeah. so why why is, is humanising in this, in this new world now even more important to add that face in, in anything you do in a, in a marketing um, sense? Well, I think um, it's about trust, ultimately. Um, seeing people's faces about trust. Um, I don't know if uh, for all the businesses out there that are trying to communicate and network and do business through Zoom at the moment, um, for anyone who's had to turn the camera off or had the camera off immediately, uh, you, you know, you're dealing with a shadow, you're dealing something with that you can't trust. Whereas if you can lay eyes on and you, um, you know, in the first sort of five, 10 seconds, make all sorts of inferences as to whether you can trust this person or not, it's just far easier done um, through video. So I know, obviously, with working with you guys, there's a lot of different ways businesses can uh, engage and whether that's just sending a short video um, as an email rather than sending written text to remote, uh, to use tone and avoid any mis misconstrued message you're trying to put in the, uh, in the email or whether it's just trying to connect with a wider audience now and you know people buy from uh, people they know, like, and trust. Easiest ways to do it through. Um, through being able to see uh, someone's face through a video. And there's just been tremendous results here at Ridge Films headquarters with video in emails presented with proposals and it's already shown a 10% lift in conversions and people buying quicker um, and purely based on the fact that they feel like they're being taken care of, like they're going to uh, have a pleasurable experience of the fact that we've actually taken that one step further instead of just submitting a text-based boring proposal we've actually humanized that experience as well and that's already um such an amazing thing for our business but you know we talk about uh you know people doing business business with with people um in in lots of cases 70 i think it's 70 to 80 percent of those interactions happen before they even call you um disruption seems to present lots of opportunities, particularly marketing. marketing. What, what specifics do you have that would be able to help listeners today? Well, I think um, on your point of video, disruption is changing the way people perceive doing uh, business through video. So Zoom now has become, uh, with Zoom, Skype, uh, Google, Microsoft Teams, whatever it may be, people are now getting used to communicating. Uh, a lot of people in business that would have never had a meeting on Zoom uh, or through a video channel are now forced to do so. So it's going to be very interesting to see in the coming couple of years the importance uh, and how many people are going to be using in video. So it may be now that um, in a sales process before people actually do have that face-to-face -face meeting when we can get back to doing those, um, the chances of part of a sales process having a video component to build trust before that meeting, um, I think it'll be quite high. Um, same goes for um, the way we communicate. Email at the moment uh, is one of the most common forms of quick communication, but um, it'll be interesting that the progression of audio and then maybe even jumping straight to video where it may be that this is how we communicate amongst our teams now that we have bandwidth, now that computers and cameras um, resolution is starting to catch up to where it needs to be for that to go well. Um, 
it would not surprise me at all if video becomes an integral part of not just marketing and sales. But jumping to your um, marketing point, I think the a lot of people, are, the initial reaction when looking at their marketing is, oh my God, what I'm doing at the moment isn't working. I need to pivot. Pivot seems to be this cliche out there that um, uh, we'll pivot, we'll hustle, we'll do something completely different. Um, and the reality is, um, based on how long you think this disruption will be, um, pivoting into something that maybe is not your skill set or not your specialty and trying to start from scratch uh, is like starting a new business. Um, so though pivoting can be a good thing, um, I think it's always done with caution because chances are what you do and what you've been doing for a number of years is good, if not great. Um, and just prepping to be good and great at that again in a few months and getting back into doing what you do best is probably a good a strategy as most. There's a lot of benefits to niching down. We've heard it many, many times. And during the week, I heard a, a very interesting way of, of, of taking on the idea or the concept of niching or, or being quite specific and quite targeted. And I think for a lot of businesses, that's probably quite overwhelming, this thought that they've got to overhaul all their marketing, they've got to overhaul this stuff to now go down to Sally the Blonde 21 to 25-year-old. So uh, there was an interesting um, podcast during the week which was talking about don't go all in on it, test and measure for a month and trial that Could particular market and see whether it works. What's your thoughts on that? Couldn't agree more. Um, a lot of um, to niche or not to niche is, again, another question we get uh, quite a lot when people are assessing their marketing. Um, sometimes uh, the reason marketing is or isn't working in a business has got nothing to do with the target market uh, or even the value proposition in many ways. It's almost always to do with the fact that not enough marketing activity is happening. So um, they'll do a mail out once and it doesn't quite work and they'll give it away or they'll go to a couple of networking events and say, oh, networking doesn't work. Um, so I think it's usually a volume question, but when you're looking at niches, the it's not that you have to find one particular niche and stick with that. Um, it can be that you find a number of different niches. So you still can cover quite a broad range of the market, but you find that the message that you use for that particular target market is specific to get the attention of that target market. And then the message over here for a completely different target market might be completely different, again, to get the attention uh, and try and latch on to um, the people in that target market. So I think niching is good. Um, it is good if you can get as specific as possible, but be wary of you don't just have to be in one niche, be in many, it's a plural, as they say. Very, very nice. And someone who knows a lot about niching is, of course, Brandon Southall and Dom Proctor sitting in the background. Give us a wave, guys, if you have questions that you'd like to be asking at this point. Oh, Dom, oh, very eager. Um, and before we go there, look, if you're looking at this live on LinkedIn, you know, you're probably thinking that everything that you're seeing has been, you know, custom built just for us. And that's just not the case. What you're looking at here is our latest product, which is the DIY Desktop Studio, which comes with, with a one-button push solution that allows all this to be lit up, lights, camera, teleprompter, sound, everything. And I'm, I'm 
broadcasting this and I have been doing this for quite a few months now live from this from this suite if it's something that you're interested in you got to be getting in touch with us I'll, I'll show you this quick ad and then we'll cut over to to some questions the rich films diy desktop video studio is the ultimate way to produce professional do-it-yourself videos with ease speed and scale at your home or office while at the convenience of your desk Simply a push of a button turns your studio on, ready to record personalized video messages, stream video events, and record regular social media updates for your market. Inquire with Ridge Films today. Before we go over to the questions, Greg, I just want to ask uh, one more before, before we cut into Dom and Brendan. What are some of the, the key ways businesses can grow marketing or not during a crisis um it depends how severely they've been affected to begin with so for some businesses um that have had a lot of time freed up um the reality is they probably need to get going with either uh prepping a lot of marketing um to generate lead flow and be ready to get going again for other businesses, you know, um, I do feel for the um, people in hospitality, tourism, a number of sectors that have been stopped basically for the last eight weeks um, and probably for a little bit longer yet. Um, in those cases, it may be that they form a very effective to-do list and all the things that they've wanted to get done in their business but have never found the time, now they have time. And this will probably be a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for their business to get done the things that they've always wanted to do. Um, time and capital permitting, of course. But um, if there's a limited amount of time that you've got, it's about putting it to use. So if it's sales process that hasn't been uh, addressed or uh, a business isn't converting as well as it should pre-disruption, addressing that, it might be um, if there's a number of uh, elements of training that need to be done with a team, it might be looking at what are all the things that can be trained in before we get going again? Um, if it's marketing, it might be prepping and finally finishing that uh, sales brochure that you'd always wanted to do or that marketing one-page flyer to go out um, and rock the market. Whatever it may be, um, I think it's about utilising your time as much as possible while you've got it, knowing that when it comes back, uh, time will be gone again and most people will get back into a very similar rhythm. Um, the other thing I would suggest, uh, and it's easy to be missed when you're talking marketing, sales, growth, but uh, it's an obsession of the finances. So um, understanding how much cash you've got on hand, what that's going to look like for at least the next three to six months, running budgets, running models, really getting to know the numbers. Um, a lot of small business owners are guilty. Um, I'm sure myself included uh, back in my first couple of businesses of ignoring the numbers and just being good at what you do. But um, in times like this, especially when revenue can be a bit shaky for a number of businesses, you need to know the numbers. So if you get in and model what it's going to look like, um, ad address your cash flow, uh, find cash if you need it, um, manage that well, uh, it gives you the best possible shot of getting out the other side of this disruption and being in a good, healthy state to be able to grow and maximise the opportunities out the other side. Do you, do you think that... You know, those that say <clears throat> when things get back to normal, do you think this is the normal? Do you think that I, that concept of things going back to the way they were is is 
is a is a reality and for those businesses to probably sit on their hands and to a certain degree do nothing but reserve cash and do the things that you've kind of talked about do you think that's enough i mean you've talked so many times about if you're not uh growing you're dying um you know this is these are extreme times that these are extreme times um do you think it's good enough that people just say hey you know uh, we're going to wait this out. Do you think that um, no matter um, whether they can predict the future or not, being um, light on your feet in terms of decisions and pivoting and moving and, and, and trialling things, this is really the right time to be doing that? Yeah. Look, I hear what you're saying. I'll quote, um, I think, a Shawshank Redemption, where it's the end of the movie, it's uh, get busy living or get busy dying. And I think for a lot of small business owners, now is the time to get busy living. Um, certainly a few weeks ago, a lot of people were in shock. Um, then a bit of grief, a bit of fatigue, um, all the usual grieving processes actually um, due to this disruption. Um, now is the time to probably get back on the horse and go, okay, what needs to happen? And um, the new normal is one of the many cliches being thrown around at the moment. And I think it's what is normal in small business? Um, normal for some small businesses is to just do the same old, same old and hope um, business will come in the door or their experience will somehow give them the ability to just grow the business. Uh, for other businesses, a normal is aggressively going at growth, um, continual improvement, training of team, um, supporting and looking after a team and growth ensues. Um, so I think it's important when talking about the new normal, I think most of uh, what's going to happen over the next few months, there's going to be a lot more change. So there could be um, minor outbreaks, as Scott Morrison's called out, but that means that there could there is a small chance of minor lockdowns, localised areas need to be prepared for that. Um, it might be that target markets, spending habits, um, travel habits, um, all sorts of different behavioural things um, can change. and um, this argument of uh, is everyone just going to work from home for the rest of their life now because they love it or is everyone going to be dead eager to get back into the office? Um, how are people going to spend their money? Um, so much of it's unknown and even the smartest people in the world can't predict what is going to happen. So I think new normal lasts for a day, a week, um, depending on your definition of normal. But I think probably what's going to happen is there is just going to be a lot of change and Interestingly, I I always feel that small business owners, amongst any other um, demographic, are ones that can usually handle change the most, uh, because being in a small business is a, is a matter of juggling the finance, the marketing, the sales. Small business owners are used to juggling. Uh, this is just a bit more juggling at the moment that would hopefully ease over time. And whether that's July, whether that's October, whether that's Christmas or the new year before it really settles down, and it feels like it used to, let's say, um, then that's probably going to be the ultimate question. All right, all right. Thank you for that, Greg. Brandon, I'm going to throw to you, man, because I see you're, you're just waiting to get your question out and uh, help, help us with our question segment. Away you go. Excellent. I've got so many questions for you, Greg. Um, the, the one... Oh, Far away. There's one that um, I kind of know the answer to already, but I think your response could help uh, our listeners. Um, and it's 
Um, well, why have you not used video yourself? What, what has been the barrier? I'm going to get in trouble. I know. See if we go redder than I normally am. Um, primarily, well, we wouldn't. We wouldn't know because we're not lit very well. So I can't really say. I don't have the DIY studio. There you go. No, um, a lot of it is um, possibly introversion. Um, in some aspects of life, I'm probably fairly extroverted, and others. Um, and even with what we do, um, business coaching, education, consulting, how we help small businesses, uh, a lot of it is for a love of being in the background, being the catalyst, being the supporter. Um, certainly, um, I'm sure we've got plenty of information to share, but I, as a preference, normally like to be in the background. Now, that is certainly no excuse to get a, a marketing message um, or some valuable information out to the big wide world. But um, yeah. Put, put honestly, I think it would be based on uh, a deep set introversion and not, not not liking to be in the limelight. Hence, this is the second time I've been on video ever, I think. And if Arabella McPherson was on the line, she'd be telling Brennan, she'd be coaching Brennan right now, don't put your guests on the spot or well, make them feel uncomfortable. It's lucky I know you both, so, you know. I apologize. I much worse from you guys for many years. Hey, we saw we saw him in his cameo. He did all right. Hey, give him a break. So, what what else you got, Brennan? Oh, well, that that resonated with me. So, yeah, that, that's where I started as well. You know, I'm I'm an introvert, and you know, getting out in front of camera do, doing this is is very uncomfortable naturally. But it, you know, it's it's through doing it regularly and and doing it. It's a practice skill. So. I just think that that message could be relevant for a lot of our our listeners. So, thank you for your honest answer, Greg. I appreciate it. And as Tony and as Tony Robbins said, for both of you, what did he say? Uh, <laughs> Consistency is the mother of skill. I I I didn't get like this just by jumping on and running a show. It's taken several years also. Uh, and what do you mean? I beg your pardon. I, I beg your pardon. <laughs> All right, well, let's let's have a look oh, and see how Dom's getting on over there. I can see the ceiling, I think, at the moment. So, Rada, he's ready to go. So I'm going I'm to knock Brendan off and take over on the question segment because I've steamrolled it. And uh, bring in Dom. Dom, uh, where are you from? What's your question? Oh, g'day, Chris and, and Greg. Um, I'm from outside. Good, mate. Good. I'm just struggling with Telstra today. I don't know why. Normally Telstra works well, but the, the rain's out, so maybe it's that. What's the question? Uh, when it rains, the internet goes. <laughs> What's your question, Dom? Me up. I'm not sure why. Um, but, yeah, my question is, uh, so I do a lot of multi-channel marketing using uh, LinkedIn and email um, for clients around the world. And um, what, like, you know, the, the usage of LinkedIn is up 55% right now. What are you recommending to your clients um, with regards to using LinkedIn, um, if, if anything? Yeah, good question. Um, I'm recommending that it's probably a second part of their uh, digital real estate. Um, the reality is, uh, even if people aren't, uh, the leads aren't being generated in that channel, 
there is every chance that people are checking you out on one of two big platforms. One is your website. One is your LinkedIn. Oh, is he gone? He's there. Um, so for sure. getting a good LinkedIn profile, being at least remotely active on LinkedIn um, and educating the market as to what it is that you can do, um, the value you can offer, um, how you can help them as a as a business or um, you know, maybe not even as a business, but certainly having a, a good solid presence on LinkedIn because there's every chance um, people are going to be looking that as the second part of real estate as almost the sweat test to say, can I trust this person? Are they good at what they do? Is this a real business? Um, there's been a lot of studies on trust at the moment um, and that being such a big thing in today's society back when we had uh, the big brands, you know, your Coca-Colas led the world um, and there wasn't really as many of the smaller brands. Most people just assumed uh, a business was trustworthy where now um, because it's so easy and there are so many different businesses out there um, and most people have been burnt, hacked um, in some way, in some form in their business. Trust is low. So um, people don't trust politicians, don't trust the media, you know, fake news. All of this is conspiring to make it a trust-based society. So I think having a good presence on LinkedIn, uh, backing up the good presence on uh, a website is critical to success. Um, just quickly on the outbound of LinkedIn, also highly recommending looking at that. I remember years ago, uh, a client of mine, when messaging was first coming about, uh, was just sending messages and getting a 70% conversion rate into meetings. So um, yeah, outbound LinkedIn, as well as just passively putting content up there for an inbound flow. Uh, I can't recommend it enough. Hopefully that answers the question. And I took out Dom there. Sorry about that. I, he was just getting a bit choppy. And I value our podcast listeners. Uh, I don't like to, to have them interrupted with, with glitchy uh, Telstra glitches. So thanks, Dom, for your question. I appreciate it. And also want to give special mention to Holly Holly Reynolds and Christian McNally have, have chipped in and said, hey, what's the secret to our success? So there's some raving fans there. Uh, also, coaches like us um, uh, who, who love what you do and the wealth of knowledge that you bring. And I think universally, Greg, as well, you know, communication during this time really seems to be on the top of, uh, well, f at least from the, the mentors, that I've heard uh, that I've heard from over the last couple. What's happened? Can you not hear me, Gregos? Okay, let's bring Brennan in. Brennan can hear me. That's the main thing. Yes, I can hear you, Chris. <laughs> okay, so if Gregos can't hear us, that means that there's something wrong with Grego. I can hear you, Grego. All right. So if he can't uh, hear us, let's quickly cut to a commercial break and we'll uh, see if we can figure out what's happening in the meantime. The Ridge Films DIY Desktop Video Studio is the ultimate way to produce professional do-it-yourself videos with ease, speed and scale at your home or office while at the convenience of your desk. Simply a push of a button turns your studio on, ready to record personalised video messages, stream video events, and record regular social media updates for your market. Inquire with Ridge Films today. Sorry for the plug, but if that is something that you're interested in, 
Go to richfilms.com.au, hit on the DIY tab. It'll give you everything you need to know about how you can invest in that while you're at home and look as good as this, not as this. <laughs> Brendan's uh, for those listeners. For those listeners, Brendan once had a DIY studio. Uh, unfortunately, it was shipped out to a client, and now he's on the waiting list like everybody else. <laughs> so just realise, Christian, if you're watching, uh, that your order is we we all we all suffer uh, uh, from poor quality webcams, and uh, uh, he'll be back online, I'm sure, soon. So let's get Greg. Thank you so much for rebooting. Let's see if Greg's back. Greg, can you hear us? Okay. I can hear you now. The Go question on, is, why, why is communication and leadership now more important than ever? Um, put simply, I think because people deep down are scared. Uh, most people, I'm hearing a lot of allied health professionals saying that people are coming in with a lot more ailments than they normally would. Um, stress has uh, a serious effect on people's health. Um, I think deep down, most people don't like uncertainty, uh, are fearful either for their health or for the health of their loved ones, uh, fearful for their income streams, uh, their business, uh, their livelihoods. So deep down, I think, and it's a unique time in history where the entire globe is under enormous amount of stress. Um, the entire human population is under enormous amount of stress. So knowing that as a leader, um, and if for anyone out there running a small business, Keeping that in mind and uh, just having a bit of consideration for the fact, chances are you might be under stress and acting a bit erratically. Uh, it might be that your team are acting a bit erratically or not as they normally would. Um, and all people um, who are put under some stress or a lot of stress start to behave a bit differently. So changing the way you communicate with your team to allow for that, and that might be just simply asking how they are. It might be communicating with a bit more clarity as to how the business is going to get through the next few months. It might even be um, communicating more often with people. Uh, there's essentially the whole world there for a while has been working remotely, uh, working in the shadows where they can. So uh, I know a lot of businesses at the moment have increased uh, the consistency and the frequency of when they're having their team meetings, their one-on-one -on -one meetings, uh, to make it a bit easier for people just to still feel like they're part of the fabric of the business. So, um, yeah, as a general rule of thumb, I'd certainly suggest clarity, uh, certainly a lot more empathy, but probably a lot more frequency as well. We had Bob Green up from B&I on the show last and before that Arabella McPherson. They both had some really interesting insights in the world of Zoom and this new uh, environment that many people are, have been thrown into. Um, on, on Bob's side, he was talking about the transformation from taking face-to-face -face, uh, contact or meetings through networking meetings and, and transferring it overnight and how he would probably consider to, to keep it that way or at least partially that way because of the efficiencies and the cost savings that comes with it. And then on the other side, you've got Arabella McPherson saying, you know, as executives, don't just go back to back on video conferences all the time. You need time to rest. You need time to to pull things together. And of course, on our side of it, it's all about 
first impressions and, and, and professional presentations in this environment and the whole reason why why we're we're going down that path is the future for us or future we believe for a lot of people will be to elevate their personal brand and their existence in this space uh to to get a to get a cut above uh remote selling and improving results around around that area but overall just um taking something that's probably been inevitable uh and and you know taking whatever you've got and, and basically transferring it into this virtual visual medium now more than ever delivering a clear a clear crisp and on-point message to your target audience is critical what's your key takeaways for our audience before we wrap up um on your point i think uh presentation is everything um people uh humans naturally uh, as i mentioned right at the start of the show make very quick assessment of whether they can trust someone or not. So um, people's background, whether it's a bit amateur like I have, or you know, a, a more professional as you've got um, for the show, uh, has an effect. How people are dressed has an effect. How people have their hair has an effect. So I think if people are in a poor environment, poorly lit, um, poorly dressed, and thinking that's okay for their business, um, there is a high risk that it's doing a lot of damage to their brand ultimately um, because for most service-based businesses, but for most businesses in general, um, people are their brand, how they're presented, um, whether it's in a digital medium or even face-to-face -face, um, is important. So um, yeah, the key takeaway I'd say is definitely be mindful of how you presented in this digital environment because it's as important as um, how you presented um, pre-disruption. Well, look, Greg, I think we'll wrap it up there. You are a video legend. Thanks for joining us today. And to learn, more, to learn more about Greg, visit growthpotential.com.au. Listen to some of the people that have gone through Growth Potential. I know at least 15 or 20 people personally and very close that have had amazing experience through the growth potential team. They um, really stand by it in terms of having a sounding board, having an external provider to be able to steer business in the direction that you want to go. And it's all about you not knowing what you don't know and these guys knowing how to help you with that. Taking on business, any small business, as I said right at the start, is not about the product or service. It's all about how you sell, market, how you lead teams, how you grow. And I believe 100% that that is through having a great coach and with some great knowledge and experience behind them. So thank you so much um, to see how growth potential could navigate your business through these times. Why not go and talk to Greg and his team? And why not join us? Coming up on the next episodes, we're super excited to have Adrian Fadini from Tra Trans Trades Formation and Tobias Taylor from Pulse Talent as we tackle through building rapport and reinforcing relationships virtually. So stay tuned for that. Video Legend in the Making is available on YouTube and your favorite podcasts such as iTunes, Spotify, and many more. Please take the time to rate and review the show and share your thoughts. Also, thank you so much, Holly, Christian, 
show coordinator Kevin Santos, co-host Brennan Southall, and to you uh, wherever you are, wherever you are, thank you so much for taking the time to get educated, and I look forward to seeing you next week on Video Legend. Thank you so much again for watching. If you're a decision maker or marketer of a small to medium-sized business with little to no knowledge of video and would like your questions answered by video conference, not a webinar, then join me at the next video marketing workshop. It would mean the world to have you register. Go to ridgefilms.com.au forward slash events and I look forward to seeing you. Thanks for watching. Nice.